What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Lauda, what do you got? All right. So one thing that I always hated was that I couldn't order alcohol with my food, right, on DoorDash. Well, DoorDash, DoorDash announced that you will now be able to order alcohol with your food um, in 20 states. We are one of those 20 states. Nice. Now, the cool thing is I was thinking, well, I can order my liquor, but what about people that are not 21 and over, right? We got to be careful with that stuff. So they will verify your ID when you check out and then verify your ID when they get, uh, they bring it to your door. So I'm like, okay, they're doing double checkups. I'm good. Give me my liquor. So now when I order food, I'm going to be able to enjoy a beer or wine or maybe a margarita. Una cervecita. Eh, sí. I'm not a big beer person anymore, but you know what? Una margarita never hurt nobody. Or a glass of wine. You know, this actually is a little strange to me. Not the ordering of alcohol per se, mm -hmm. but the ordering of a beverage when ordering something from a delivery service. Um, Linz, jump in here. But What's so weird about that? I, I like, know. Okay, <laughs> no, it's, it just seems strange to me. When you order food, you want a drink to go with it. What's weird about that? Well, yeah, I don't, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess I feel like people order Chick-fil-A, right? And then they get, they go, yeah, oh, yeah, and let me get the, the Arnold Palmer on the side. And then Love it shows up, and it's like, you know, you, you got the Arnold Palmer in the cup, and it's like, water you down. Like, transport that, right? I don't know. It just seems kind of a little weird to me. Like, I do remember being a young kid and, like, ordering pizza and getting, like, a two-liter bottle of soda, you know, yes. or the cans mm -hmm. of soda. But these fountain drinks with ice in these cups... No, it kind of so, seems a little weird to me. I okay, so when you know pandemic was happening, a lot of restaurants had like pickup, right, curbside pickup and stuff. And when they allowed them to sell alcohol, there was a specific restaurant that I will not name because I don't have a good experience with them. But my mom loves it, so she loves the margaritas from there. And the guy always told me that they would add more alcohol to the drinks because they knew that people were complaining about them getting watered down. I was like, oh, so I get a cheaper margarita and more liquor? I'm all for it. So that was their way of saying, okay, yeah, I might get a little water down, but at least you'll have more liquor in there. I actually think it, it's just it's brilliant, and I'm surprised it took so long, to be honest with you. And I'm mm -hmm. surprised that more states don't jump on this thing really quickly. You know, the other day I was telling you guys I was at a wedding in the state of Idaho. As I was leaving the hotel in Sun Valley, Idaho, and I was getting ready to drive all the way to Boise, not me driving, but in a bus. Um, I called this pizza restaurant on the way. I knew they were about 40 minutes down the road. So I called this pizza restaurant. I go, yo, um, let me get like three large pies, please. And, uh, and they, I give them the order. And I said, hey, do you guys sell beer to go? And the girl started. And I'm like, what, 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 what's so funny? I don't get it. And she's like, no, we don't sell beer to go. I'm like, oh, I actually thought that was a really good question. You know, I, I mean, that's a solid question right there. I'm stopping in to mm -hmm. pick up three pies. Let me get a six-pack of beer to go, too. She yeah. laughed at me. I loved oh, – one thing that I loved about Cincinnati is where the stadium is, you can take your drinks from the restaurant and walk around. Like, there's designated areas, kind of like Vegas. I was like, dude, this is so dope. Because here, you leave a restaurant, like, you can't take your drink with you. And sometimes you don't want to down your drink. You just want to enjoy it. So that I loved. So other places are, you know, they were not as cool where you were, Cap. <laughs> In I'm Idaho, they were like, what do you mean beer to go? I'm like, 
sorry, I'm from California. Yo, you guys got weed? They're like, weed? What are you talking about? That's illegal in Idaho. I'm like, all right, I'm from California. You'll have to excuse me. <laughs> um, I feel like in college towns, though, you could take a beer to go. Like, as long as it's in a plastic cup. I don't know, man. I don't know. I think this is really interesting because, again, if you call a restaurant or if you DoorDash or, you know, Uber Eats or whatever service you use and they bring you bottled or canned beer, that's fine. That's closed up, you know. But if somebody had to make a margarita, okay, and, uh, you know, and then it's, it's, you know, in the in the car and the guy is swirling all over the place and the margarita comes out. It's shaken. uh, Yeah, but, but cap, like they do this, you know, they've thought of all of these things. Let's be serious. It's 2021. Like I'll order, like if I ordered like a milkshake or like a iced coffee or whatever, like they usually put it in some type of holder or in some type of bag and they tape, like they have like a special sticker that makes sure that it's not tampered with and all this stuff. Like they go to extreme lengths to protect the food and the drinks. I'm going to tell you guys, I'm the one person around here that never orders from any of these places. And I never order delivery from these food services. I mean, never. Like ever? Like one time I ordered and I'm watching the map where the driver is. I'm like, oh, they're going to be here any second. Nobody shows up. I finally get the driver on the phone. Woman didn't speak English. And I was like, but I ordered this stuff. She's like, no, you're too far. Too far. I'm like, but I ordered it. and It said it was coming. Too far. And I wound up calling the company, I DoorDash or whoever it was, and they refunded it. And I think I, I wound up using So the you credit. had the one bad experience and you don't and want to do it again. It. That was it for me. I mean, that's fine. I mean, I, I don't use them super regularly. Um, I, I'm fine just jumping in the car and going mm-hmm. to get it myself. Too. Like if it's close by. But sometimes, you know, life happens and it's just easier to, to have them deliver it. You know, like, I don't know. We've got they two kids. They come in and, clutch. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass sometimes mm-hmm. to go in the car and do stuff, you know. So, oh, you're getting out of the house a little bit. I like getting out of the house, you know. Oh yeah, I like mm-hmm. getting out of the house too. I'm okay with it. Like, I, there's a pizza place I like to go to. It's not like super close, it's like 20 minutes, but I don't mind going and just grabbing it myself. When you got so. little kids, George, that's when you volunteer. You're like, oh no, don't. Oh worry right, yeah, no. There's that part it. of it. Yeah, 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 I got it. But yeah. sometimes you need to play man-on-man defense with the two kids. So, you know, you just got to order Uber Eats or DoorDash or Grubhub or Postmates or whatever. Although oh. I don't use Postmates as much because their delivery charges are Oh, absurd. my God, insane. And they have the yeah. worst customer service. The worst. Yeah, they do. Mm. They do. Yeah, I've dealt with them as well. You say so. one-on-one defense, two parents, two kids. Are you done having children? Because are, are you yes. getting ready to be outnumbered? I'm not, I'm not playing zone. Yeah, because yeah. I have played zone. Four against two, and it's uh, it's ugly. It's not good. Yeah, no, don't want to play zone. So uh, that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than ninety minutes from wherever you are. All right. So, Essie has a situation on its hands. Keaton Slovis, despite the neck injury, according to reports, right, and according to the school, is going to play. And I think Keaton Slovis, because of how good Jack- Jackson Dart played, despite getting banged up as well and not being available this weekend. So Miller Moss looks like he'll be the backup, the young freshman here from L.A. Uh, I think Keenan Slovis is kind of playing for his Trojan life a little bit. You know, I think that Dart looks the part. And I don't mean to rhyme. That wasn't no, that was like really what I was good. trying to do there. That was awesome. But, yeah, but he, he looks the part. And we've seen this before. Max Brown, Sam Darnold where the kind of more veteran guy got the chance to start the season, things happened, uh, Donald got in there and never relinquished the reins. And I think Slovis is good. 
So I, I, that, I think it's a good problem to have, but I do think you need to figure out one quarterback because I don't like teams that try to play more than one quarterback, nor do I think Dante Williams and SC will try to do that either. However, I, I do think for Slovis, this is a very important week. It's a, it's a team against uh, – a game against Oregon State where they opened up a 13-point favorite. It's down to 10 and a half. Mm-hmm. And people pounded, pounded the Oregon State Beavers. And uh, – Hello. Yeah. They pounded the Oregon State Beavers. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. And they've brought the – I mean, a line movement of three points is not insignificant by any stretch of the imagination. So there is a sense that Slovis, because he's got the neck injury and because maybe he didn't, you know, there's not as big a belief in him at the moment out there in the gambling world, that this game will be closer than people anticipate, um, even though it's at home. Oregon State, I don't think is a great program, but they are 2-1. Uh, I, I think SC should win this game, but a lot of eyes are going to be on Slovis this weekend because everybody is sitting here talking about a quarterback controversy. Yeah. He's not, you know, look, he's a good kid. Uh, he's, he's obviously very much, uh, savvy. So he knows what's going on. So I, I think he's going to have to have a great performance here if he wants to keep his job. Well, I, I agree. And I think here's what happens, George, at least in my experience, you know, you, you become the starter like Slovis has, and he became a story, but this is going back two years ago. Mm -hmm. You know, um, the story was, wow, this kid who was not as heralded as most USC quarterbacks are coming from high school. Um, and he, he jumps in, he plays well, he takes over the starting reins. Wow, this guy has a real future ahead of him. Last year, many people believed, and look, I really throw last year out for, for most things. I mean, especially when it comes to college football and particularly the Pac-10 uh, or Pac-12 because, look, they started late, they kind of rushed the season, they were playing games at weird times, 9 a.m. in the morning on the West Coast so you can satisfy the East Coast and play at noon. Like, I really look at last year, and I kind of look at it as a lost season. But, you know, you're the face, in terms of players, of USC football. How do I determine that he's the face? Well, he's the guy that got the deal. I'm trying to remember what airline it is that Slovis, and I'm putting this in quotes, endorses. But if you look at his Instagram, he's always promoting this airline because he got one of these NIL deals, and he's going to make a bunch of money. Here's the thing. Coaches don't really care. Coaches care about saving their jobs uh, or getting a job in this particular case. They will play whoever the best player is. And you think, it's like, well, dude, he's already been the starter for two years. I mean, come on. This guy's projected to be a first-round draft choice. This guy signed a, an NIL deal. He's got an agent. Yeah, it was United, agency. by the way, who also has the naming rights deal with the, uh, the, uh, the stadium. There you go. The so, but, but the truth of the matter is, is that coaches, while they may love a guy, they may love a player, they may have recruited him, they may have sat in his house, they may know his parents, et cetera, et cetera, there's really not a lot of loyalty necessarily. You know, they, they will play the best guys who give the team the best chance to win. And that may sound cliche, but I'm telling you it's real. So what I'm saying to you is, is that there's nobody at USC, this is my perception, that's going to say, no, no, no. Even though Jackson Dart may be the better quarterback and have the longer-term future, and we should turn to him now, assuming he was healthy, nobody's going to say, but Slovis is our guy. We owe him the start. No, no, of course not. No uh, he's playing because that. he's the healthiest guy. This week, he will play, right, because he's healthy and Dart isn't healthy. If they were both healthy, they'd be in, in, in practice all week 
and the coaching staff would have a major decision to make. And that decision yes. could help the team or really disrupt the team. So it's a, it's a really dangerous place uh, for, for a coaching staff because they have to measure the temperature of the team. Um, and, and if the one guy is better and they choose to play the other guy, the team just starts going, well, that, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Or if they decide to play the younger guy and they think that the older guy got screwed over by the coaching staff, that may be a dangerous spot for the coaching staff. I mean, this is complicated stuff. But I guess for Slovis, the point is your job is not guaranteed. No matter how many plays you've had, games you've started, touchdowns you've thrown, NIL deals you've signed, the job is never safe. It always goes back to Tony Romo. Football is a meritocracy. Now, it took me a long time to look up what that meant, but once I found out... <laughs> it means everybody gets an equal shot. Yeah, it means you gotta, you got to earn it. You yeah, know? you got to earn it. Yeah. It's based on your merit. It's not right. based on what you've done. Right. It's based on yeah. what, what's going on. So, yeah. look, I, I, I actually think you're right. I don't think you're exaggerating not for one second that he is playing for his job. Uh, yeah, it's going to be fascinating. It'll be fascinating to see. My broadcast partner uh, on that game, Tom Ramsey... Uh, who's a UCLA legend, like he's in the UCLA Hall of Fame uh, quarterback. He played at Kennedy High School in uh, Granada Hills, played uh, he, the rival to, he was the rival quarterback to John Elway at that time. Hmm. Um, he, he called it during the broadcast. Like he said, if they're both healthy, I would start Jackson Dart. That's what he said. Yeah. And well, he was a guy who played in the NFL for five years, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, guys come in now, George, especially freshman quarterbacks, and yeah. you think, well. They're ready. Gonna, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know why? Because yeah. guys seven on seven and all the stuff specialization right. we you know, do. You yeah, got yeah. Manning yeah. camps and you got yeah. private coaches yeah. and you got trainers and guys can come in, especially guys who graduate early and show up uh, before school really starts and they, they get in for the spring season. Guys yeah. come in and they are well coached before they get there and they are ready to play at 18 years old, even against, you know, what are young men. They're ready to go. This kid looked great this past weekend. Yeah, I, I, he did. He looked great. It's going to be fascinating to see how this thing unfolds. Speaking of unfolding, the Lakers have something unfolding before training camp. A little team bonding. We'll tell you about that. Stick around. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. I don't even like this show all that much, but the song is catchy, I'll tell you that. You know, it's really funny about this show. Um, when my first son, well, my, my son, my first child, this is 21 years ago, when he was born, that night, my ex-wife and I were, were in the delivery room, and we were mm -hmm. watching an episode of Friends. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, she's like, okay, I think it's coming. I think it's happening right now. And while the doc was actually in there doing his thing to get the baby out, 
Yeah. We were watching an episode of Friends. This is 1999, 2000. Yeah, 1999. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I... I I really, I felt like I watched Friends because I think, wasn't Seinfeld on first and then Friends? I think it was the other way around. No. Well, I feel like I was more into Seinfeld, but Friends came along for the ride. But you do know that my obsession with Jennifer Aniston started with the Rachel character on Friends. Now, I haven't started watching the new season yet of The Newsroom. Is that what it's called? Or The Morning Show, rather. The Morning Show. Yes, The Morning Show. I haven't started watching. The Newsroom was the one that was on HBO, yeah. Yeah. Have you started watching the new season yet? I, I don't watch the show. Oh, it's a great show. I mean, you should go back and watch last season. But but I think they're doing what they do for Ted Lasso, where they where they release them every Friday. And I stopped watching Ted Lasso after the Christmas episode to let the rest of the season play out so I didn't have to yeah. wait every Friday so I can just right. binge watch it. And yeah. I feel like I'm going to do the same thing with the morning show. I'm going to let it, let it play out. And then about six, seven episodes in, that's when I'm going to get into it. Mm. Love you, Jen. Uh, Ted Lasso has uh, gotten uh, has had crazy. interesting twists to crazy, it. Crazy, yes. crazy, crazy. It's yeah. a very interesting twist. Mm-hmm. By the way, my my son just texted me, George, and, and Laura and Lindsay. My son just texted me and said, "I was born in two thousand, dumbass." I was just gonna say it doesn't add up. <laughs> yeah, that because you said ninety nine, you said he was twenty one years old, and I'm like thinking in my head, I was like, "Well, he's got to know it's his son. Like, of course he would know what year it was." Um, so I didn't want to call you on that, but it did sound weird for sure. I, I was even doing the math in my head. I was like, 99, this is 21, he's 21. That doesn't seem right. All bad. I know. Yeah. My, my son, Bro. 21 years old, listening to the radio this afternoon in Orange County, driving around somewhere, probably in Mission Viejo, <laughs> says, I was born in 2000, oh, dumbass. Yeah, my so nephew, great. my eldest nephew was born but, in 2000. By, by the way. I, I feel like I would love for your son to just literally randomly text you or even call in call randomly in. to just, like, call you a dumbass on the air because I think it would be unbelievable content. Can he call 877 right <laughs> Let's see if he can remember the number. 877-710. He's trying to figure it out right now. 3776. All you have to do is remember the last four numbers. You got 877. Right. Be- that's easy. Because I, I feel like he could be our celebrity arbiter on some of the stuff you about you. You text him a code word to tell me what it is because I don't want someone being like, I'm Right, someone son. else will try to call and act like your son. Yeah. And then there's Just that. Just give yeah. him a, mm-hmm. a code word, tell me the code word, and then I know it's him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think do that. sometimes. Should I tell you the code word on the air? Not no. on the air, dummy. <laughs> no wonder he called you a dumbass. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> All right, well, I just, I just gave him a code word. Let's see if he actually can remember the number. It would be hilarious. I feel like if he uh, if he called you, uh, he would call in just because I feel like there are got to be things that you do at your house that he tells that he can tell us about that would be just drop dead hilarious funny stuff that we would all just I'll tell you my you know. my daughter's biggest complaint they don't like the sound of my chewing. Wait, what? Right, and that's what I said. I'm like, what do you mean the sound of my chewing? I'm like sitting there eating. And I'm like, and they're like, oh, would you stop the way you chew? I'm like. What's wrong Wait, with the way I chew? What like, do you mean? Oh, like, how are you chewing, though? I, I don't, don't know. I don't get it. And then my, my youngest daughter complains about, you ready for this? The sound of my breathing. Well, that's like, tough. Would you prefer me not to breathe? Yeah, that doesn't work out so well. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of complaints. My kids are constantly ripping me, man. <laughs> so you're getting it from all angles is what you're saying. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Um, except is this Rachel rip on you too? 
Um, last night she destroyed me. She completely annihilated of the email. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last night, not even by email, in person. She was just no because me. of the email. Oh yeah, because I missed the email. She was just killing me last night, and I was like, listen. You know, I'm kind of getting abused here. I got I got three daughters that are beating me up. I got a son who calls me a dumbass. I go in, and now you're killing me too. Come on, this is supposed to be a a fun thing. This is our relationship. This is where I come to not get beat up. Cap, she was, send me she the was, code word. I have like a bunch of calls. Oh, really? All these yeah. people that are are I saying that they're yeah. My you kid? have to tell Laura too. Yeah, oh. you got to tell me the code word before okay. somebody tries to get in. That's not your son. <laughs> they're all gonna call. Hey, Dad, you're a dumbass, and it's not going to be my kid. <laughs> right. Which, by the way, if I were them, I would totally call, too, to try Me to too. act like your son and just call you a dumbass. Me, too, for sure, 100%. Yeah. All right, oh let's goodness. see what happens. He's, he, he may call. He, he could actually call. I was trying to get Al Michaels. Couldn't pull it off. Could yeah. get my son. Possible. Right. If you can't book your son, then we're in trouble. Al Michaels, yeah. I could understand. Yeah. Yeah. You know. um, now the kid is texting me. No one's answering. I mean, this is ridiculous. Come on. I mean, Laura's got people on the phone. She's right. got. She's, she's probably. Go. I mean, yeah, she's probably screening to figure out who knows the code word. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. All right. Uh, anyhow, what the hell did I tease even going into this? I've completely. <laughs> we're I off believe, the rails. Here's. Here. I, I'm gonna. I can't believe I'm gonna remember this, but yeah. I think that you teased something. Laker oh, the Lakers. Related. Right. The Lakers. Yeah. So LeBron is taking the the team to Vegas for like a pre training camp, which I mm -hmm. think is pretty awesome, um, because look. I, I, we've all talked about it. You and I've talked about it at nauseum, right? Like the thing about this team, we talked about it with Dave yesterday and it's, can they get on the same page? Because Russell Westbrook and him, they're not a perfect marriage. Like as far as their styles, although LeBron has played with a player who's similar in Dwayne Wade, you know, similar skill set, it, it, it's going to need some fine tuning. And there's a lot of new faces on this roster. My, my first question is have have these guys, and I say these guys, I, I'm really talking about LeBron. Eight, uh -oh. oh, wait a second, wait a second. Pause we, that. We'll get to that in a door. second. I believe we have your son on the line. I'll be able to determine that. Hello? It, it, is it Dustin? Hello. I am here. Hey, Justin. Justin, why is your dad a dumbass? Well, I would think he would know my birth year by now. I've been, I think I'm old enough now. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Cap, I mean, he's kind of got you on this one. I like, mean, you're right, Justin. I mean, I, I just, I was trying to decide. We were talking about Friends, and I remember that when you were being born, you know, we were watching an episode of Friends, and, um, and I just kind of mixed up the year, 1999 versus 2000, and then you texted me, hey, Dad, I was born in 2000. You're a dumbass. Right. I mean, I mean do you really think you could get away with that one, really? Well, I didn't know you were listening right now. See, it's not so, about when people are listening. Come on. You got to know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. He's your son. He's your only son, as a matter of fact. Justin, did you hear the way George, though, covered for me? George didn't call me out right away. He didn't call me a dumbass. He just was trying to, you know, do the math in his head. Your kid's 21. He was born in 99. That's 22 years ago. And George covered for me. You, you call me out. I mean, I, you know, I would like for you to know my birth year, but we all, we all can do better. Now, yeah. when is your actual birthday, <laughs> Justin? It, it was in May, and he took me out to drink, so I'm kind of surprised. Okay, because one thing would be like, and maybe I don't have my math right. May what? Um, I need to know. May 11th. Oh. 
Wait, what What year? Like, what? how old were you? You said 2000. He said, yeah. You missed that part of the equation? What are you hanging out yeah, with? Yeah, but, uh, but, but that's. Well, that's my point. Is like that is a very monumental birthday. Yeah. Right. No. Correct. Twenty-one, Cap. Yeah. Twenty-one. Yeah. 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 I think he knew how old I was. I think it was the math part that kind of got. No, no, me. he did. He said you were twenty-one, and then he said you were born in ninety-nine, and that's why I was like, "Well, wait a second. Um, like that doesn't add up. Like there's and and I was just like, you know what? I've already been picking on your dad way too much today. And like, I feel like I'm just going to let this one slide um, and, and just ask him after the fact, maybe like, did you, are you sure you got that right? Um, but I'm, I'm kind of glad you did it. Cause it's kind of in line with what we've been doing. Now he says that you and your sisters complain about the way he chews at a table when you're having food. Is that accurate? Oh, that's, you see, they also have a problem how I chew because they think I do everything he does, but they just, pick at everything so that's just like a little sister thing they oh, got going okay. i mean do now, i just and really loud am i like do i make annoying noises when i'm eating i mean i wouldn't say no but <laughs> i wouldn't say yes i mean i i don't i don't think i don't do the same mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they also complain about my breathing <laughs> well you can't tell who's snoring if it's the dog or you oh god I don't know about this, Justin. I really am not sure, man. The dog snores very loud. I mean, I think Justin should be a regular guest every week, I feel like. <laughs> a celebrity oh, arbiter, if yeah, you will. Yeah, yeah. He could be one of our oh. celebrity arbiters. Um, so, is there... Now, your, your dad is going out doing a field goal competition, right? With, like, listeners. Now, I think you're going out there with him, is what he said. This is ridiculous. Oh, I better be going out there. Yeah, so... He, do you, what do you think he could do right now? Now, I said, I told him, because, you know, we did this push-up thing the other day, and he was out there telling people he's going to do 50, and I'm like, bro, just say you can do 40. It'll be fine. And then he did 43 and collapsed um, and couldn't breathe for, like, 10 minutes. So, he, so how do you think he could do from a field goal uh, kicking distance if he gets a chance to warm up and maybe even practice a little bit? Because I think, you know, 40-plus yards – I, I feel like he could still do that. Now, am I crazy? You actually kick field goals in college. Yeah, um, you know, I haven't seen him kick in, whew, must be three years now. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I'm, it was not a pretty sight. Oh. We thought, we didn't know if an ACL was coming down or, you know, <laughs> we didn't know. We didn't know. But I, I, I'd give him 40. I'd give him 40. Okay. Okay. So, Cap, do you want to cap uh, it I mean, at 40? Like, yeah, but even at my, like, beginning of my kicking career, I was – it wasn't even, like, close. There was no competition, you know. So, I don't know how he's going to do now because I feel like I'm at my peak performance right now. All right. So, Scott, your son's clearly going to kick your ass. But what yeah. I would oh, say yeah. is – where where do you where what is the over under on you on distance? Like, do you think yeah. you can do forty yards right now? I think I can do forty yards. Okay, I, I yeah. think that's that's a good baseline. I think. Okay, all right. So that that'll be the barometer. Now I I have all my money on Justin, like in an individual contest. Like I don't think this is. Oh, if I be. if I lose, I have to quit. <laughs> loser leave town match <laughs> if not it's gonna still be sedano and kaplan except it's gonna be justin kaplan 
<laughs> uh, hey, Justin, where are you right now? You're driving around. Where are you? Uh, I just got out of my car from practice. Okay. Why don't you give a shout-out to, uh, to your team and what you guys got coming up this Saturday? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I currently play at Saddleback Community College here in Mission Viejo. Uh, we're hosting East L.A. this week. Uh, currently ranked, I want to say, 14th in the state. Uh, came off a tough loss last week, but uh, very talented team here. And uh, just need a good win to get a bounce back and uh, get us going for the playoffs later in the year. All right. Well, make sure your holder gets out there in time. Um, oh, you know, yeah. I saw the, the video your I had dad a put career out long last week, 43 yards. So we're going to keep nice. adding on to that. Nice. Well, congrats, buddy. And thank you. Uh, feel free to call whenever you want to just call your dad a dumbass. <laughs> thank you. Pleasure being on the show. <laughs> See you, dude. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm all in. You want regular guest, Kaplan? I'm in on Justin. How about that? Uh, I'll trade right. you Justin for Kelly. Uh, Laura, we have something to do here. Tell us, because I, yeah, I just didn't yeah. hear what you no, said. No, no, here, here's what it is, Cap George. News. So we're, we're talking about this SoFi Stadium Tour. We're going to give away a four-pack of VIP passes right now. It's October 7th. You, me, you just heard my kid, okay? He's brash. He's confident. We're going to have a field goal kicking competition on the Rams field on October 7th. George, you said caller four last time. Can we do caller 96? That's my kid's number. Caller 96? No, bro, we're not doing that. <laughs> no, Lauren, six. no, bro. Just make it six. All yeah. right, caller six, 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. You got a four-pack of passes to SoFi Stadium on October 7th. We're going to tour the locker rooms, the luxury suites. We're going to run through the tunnel like we're Aaron Donald and Matthew Stafford. We're going to have a field goal kicking competition on the field that afternoon. Caller six right now, four-pack of VIP passes are yours. George, I want you to come. Uh, what date is it? October 7th. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I'm a hard maybe on that. How about that? Laura, you're very invited. Lindsay, you're very invited. I mean, Lindsay, you haven't lost your LA you know privileges. What? I have haven't seen the back? stadium. I haven't seen it. So let, let, let me see. Hold on. Let me, you know, let's put a break first, and we'll talk about this on the other side. Plus, we have big deal or no deal. Everyone's favorite segment. We're way late for that. We're back in two minutes. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com/network. Thank you, Christopher. Speaking of big deals, it's a big deal for you to call the right attorney when you're injured in an accident. Call my friends at Sam and Ash Law at 800-304-2000. That's 
2000 because you deserve what's right. Speaking of what's right, congratulations to Paul Limos of Southgate, uh, who is our winner for the SoFi Stadium Tour. Now, Lindsay, what do you got for Big Deal or No Deal? All right, so Saturday Night Live has announced the first hosts for the 47th season, with four of them being first-timers. Among them is Kim Kardashian, and actress Deborah Messing is not really sure how exactly that happened. The reality TV star is set to host the second episode of the season, that is Kardashian. And upon learning the news, Deborah Messing tweeted her confusion, admitting that she understands that Kardashian is a popular and influential star, but that most hosts are usually brought in to promote an upcoming project. Mm-hmm. She wrote, quote, why Kim Kardashian? I mean, I know she's a cultural icon, but SNL has hosts generally who are performers, who are there to promote a film, TV show, or album launch. Am I missing something? Is yeah. Deborah Messing's kind of shady throwing tweet at Kim Kardashian a big deal or no deal, guys? All right, I'll jump in. I will say it's a big deal for this reason. First of all, I like Deborah Messing very much. However... Deborah Messing knows that SNL, it's a ratings game. Kim Kardashian brings ratings. How? Well, with like 10 million Twitter followers or whatever the number is, and maybe I'm off here, maybe it's 20 million Twitter followers. Bottom line is... I think it's even more than that, which is crazy. I mean, listen, Charles Barkley didn't have anything to promote. Michael Jordan didn't have anything to promote. Peyton Manning didn't have anything to promote. Not everybody has to be a movie star or a TV star or a, a, you know, a musical act uh, or a comedian. I mean, yeah. sometimes that's the fun of having these other types of people host the show. And Kim Kardashian can reach millions and millions and millions of people through Twitter. And for me, it's a no-brainer. If I could book her on the show, she's hosting. And yeah, so she's I don't got know what seventy Deborah million issue is. How many followers? Seventy million. Seventy million. Deborah Messing. My girl, there's your answer. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it is a big deal. I, I'm not going to watch. I haven't watched Saturday Night Live very regularly um, in a long, long time. There's an occasional one that m- makes me feel like I should watch. Um, I know I watched one of them during the pan- when they came back from the pandemic or right, I don't know, something like that. But I don't even, it, it was so was uneventful. Was it the Dave Chappelle one? It was that, that one. Was That's good. what it was. It was that Chappelle. Was that was the one I watched. You're right. But it, it goes to you how little I watched the show that I completely forgot, like, which one it was. So there you have it. But I mean, big I'm going to watch it, it's her. Kim Kardashian, for sure. Yeah. Uh, all right. Laura? No? I guess not. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, interesting. Don't you think it's interesting? She's on my no-oxygen list. Laura, like has adopted the, Laura has adopted the Clinton <laughs> Yates no-oxygen list. So when Clinton doesn't want to talk about somebody... He puts them on the no oxygen list, and Laura has completely adopted that. Yes. It's, Thank a, it's you, a hell of a way to describe it. I actually Thank love you, that. Yeah, yeah, dude. I love when Clint brought it up. I was like, oh, Clint, I'm going to adopt that. I just, I, I feel like Kim Kardashian's super interesting. And no, I don't, I mean, I mean, I, it's, I don't mean her. She is interesting. I mean, the fact that she's hosting Saturday Night Live is interesting. Maybe. And I want to see what happens. Like, I'm with you, Lindsay. Is she going to be I'm terrible? Is I'm she going to, like, you know, like watching yeah. her on, on Ellen the, the other day. <laughs> I'm with you, Lindsay. Oh, come on, Laura. Don't be such a hater. It's just I'm a not. person. Don't hate. No, Celebrate. I'm not. I mean, you have to admit, it's interesting when she says things like yesterday or the other day she was on Ellen. I and don't. Ellen was showing pictures her. of her kid. Nope. Okay, well, if I could finish. Ellen was showing pictures of Kim Kardashian's kid. 
and she was wearing like this the, the kid i think it was saint or north whatever her kid's name was wearing this big huge chain and ellen's like oh that's so cute he's running around with a big old fake chain and kim made it a point to correct her and say what'd you say it's not fake and ellen was like what and she was like that's definitely not a fake chain and ellen was like oh i just assumed it was because it's like so huge you'd think it would just weigh down his whole body because it's a gigantic chain and i just think for things like that it just I think it's very interesting to watch Kim Kardashian because the fact that she had to make it a point to say that to me is Ellen. She's hey, fascinating. By the way, yeah. by the She's way, not my thing. Yeah, you mentioned Ellen. I Same. just want to do a quick shout out here. Shout out to my friend Amber Mesker from NBC LA Channel 4 who did a great interview with Ellen just yesterday because Ellen's show is coming to an end. And uh, my friend Amber Mesker got the interview with Ellen. And congratulations. Shout out to my girl Amber. That's all. Just a shout, shout out. Shout out, Amber. Yeah, good job, Amber. So, there you go. Uh, yeah. All right, on to the next one. Ow. All right, well, speaking of the Kardashians, Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott spent the weekend in Houston with their daughter, Stormy, and apparently they took her to the zoo, a pretty casual activity that is now causing some drama. Kylie and Travis were given VIP treatment that included cutting lines and shutting down a carousel so they could ride it privately, which upset the other guests at the zoo. People claim that parts of the zoo were even shut down for periods of time for Kylie and Travis at times to, you know, having them, making them wait or reroute their visit. People are not happy about this. Is it a big deal or no deal that Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott shut down part of the zoo during their visit? Kaplan. I'm going to say that it is a big deal that they shut down part of the zoo. I could certainly understand why other patrons would be frustrated. But the fact of the matter is, is that when you're that big of a celebrity, um, you know, it can be a security issue. And so, um, look, maybe uh, maybe they should have waited until, you know, it was nighttime and they could have a private tour later at night. Or I don't really know what the answer is, but I'll say this. If it was the president of the United States and they shut everything down, people would be inconvenienced as well and they'd be pissed. But it's the president. Now, I'm not saying these people are the president. I'm just saying they're huge stars. I'm just saying that, listen, if Michael Jackson walked into the zoo, people would swarm to him. You know, Michael Jackson had his own zoo, though. Yeah, that did. is true. That is true. But I'm just saying that when you're that big of a celebrity, unfortunately, you know, these things can become security issues. So I'm not really surprised. I, I just can't say I'm surprised by it. No, I'm not surprised by it, but I, don't, I, I would say it's no deal. Like, whatever, dude. Like, I, I'm just not a fan of, of the family. Like, we'll just leave it at that. Like, I, 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 I've always said I've always learned that, you, you know, if you, which is hard as a talk show host. But um, when you have nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. So I, I don't have anything nice to say. So I'm just going to move on. I'd be ticked if any celebrity shut down part of the zoo when I was there. I'd say if they want to shut down part of the zoo, then make them pay all the money to rent it out for the day. Don't inconvenience me. Uh, I would agree. You that's, can't that be around fair. regular people. A hundred percent. I'm with you a, I'm a, a million sure, though, percent. about them not being around regular people and as much as regular people wanting to, like, come up to them and ask for autographs or pictures, and then yeah, all but, of a sudden it becomes a swarm. Yeah, but they have security guards and whatnot for that. So my point is, if they're really that concerned about it, they have enough money. They could pay They could for, rent the place out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah just I'm with don't you. inconvenience everyone else. I'd be ticked. You know how hard it oh, is I, to get a little kid to go through all the different parts of the zoo? you got to plan out your zoo trip. Dude, yeah. believe me, everybody here would be pissed. Like, oh, my God, I can't go see the giraffes right now because they're over there seeing the giraffes? Come on. Yeah. And you got to wait. Oh, no thanks. Yep. All right, to the next one. 
So I think pretty much everybody on Earth, unless you're living under a rock, saw UFC star Conor McGregor throw out one of, if not the worst, ceremonial first pitch <laughs> at, at Wrigley Field on Tuesday Sorry, night. Guys. I was trying to ding. Um, but anyway, yeah, his really, really bad ceremonial first pitch at the Cubs game last night just had everybody going crazy on social media it's because brutal. of how bad it was. Yep, it brutal. might have even been worse than 50 Cent's. Close. Terrible first pitch. Close. Pretty close. And wow. by the way, what was worse, that or his rendition of "Take Me Out to the Ball Game"? I'm going to say well, the first pitch. Well, that's what I'm going to get to here because he did sing out "Take Me Out," sing "Take Me Out to the Ball Game" for the seventh inning stretch, and it was pretty, pretty bad. And this is what it sounded like: One, two, three. Take me out to the ball game. Take me out with the crowd. Buy me some peanuts and cracker jack. I don't care if I never get back to as root, root, the cubbies. They don't win, it's a shame. For it's one, two, three strikes, you're out at the old ball game. Let's go, Chicago! So, is Conor McGregor sounding like he's never actually heard take me out to the ball game before, a big deal or no deal? <laughs> so, do like, you want me to go on this one? Whole, he's never heard the whole song before, right? We, can we all agree on that? Yeah, 100%. I'm going to say no deal because that, yes, he's from Ireland. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they don't have baseball. So, Yeah. Chances are he may have heard it. Maybe he's been in the stadium once, but he certainly didn't remember, don't, didn't know the words. Um, so yeah, I uh, yeah, I, I would say no deal. But it's mostly because he's from another country. Right. Yeah, but um, you can't you can't agree to throw out a first pitch and sing "Take Me Out to the Ball Game" if you know nothing about it, right? Well, You're just well, making yourself out. Clearly, to be you could. Well, right. And and by the way, I don't know what's worse: his first pitch or his rendition of "Take Me Out to the Ball Game." <laughs> But I would say this, that 50 Cent is the worst first pitch ever. Conor McGregor's wearing this super tight suit where he's going to, like, rip the ass right out of this thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, it's so tight and uncomfortable looking. Um, he's left-handed. He throws the ball all the way to the backstop, and you think that's the worst of his performance. Then he's up there trying to read, take me out to the ball game. He doesn't know the tone. <laughs> he doesn't know the tune. He doesn't know anything about it. But, again, 50 Cent, terrible first pitch. Ozzy Osbourne, I think the worst take me out to the ball game ever. So I'm going to give Connor the slide here and say no deal. All right. That is big deal or no deal each and every day at 630. A little later today. Apologies because we went long because uh, Scott's son, Justin, wanted to call in to call his dad a dumbass. So we made room for it. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. 
Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. All right, 710 ESPN, Sedano and Cap, last segment of the show. So real quick, we got a couple things I want to sneak in. Um, Laura, have the NFL music ready and handy in a moment, but let's, let's finish up. We were talking about LeBron taking the team to training camp before Justin, your son called in to call you a quote unquote dumbass for not remembering the uh, year he was born. Right. Um, which, which I gotta be honest, I'm siding with Justin on this one. No, it's, and, it's true. Uh, I, 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 I definitely deserved it. Yeah. I feel like you're now siding with Justin on this one, you know? So oh, that, I am. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah. right. I'm a dumbass. Yeah. So we were talking about LeBron taking the team to Vegas for like a pre- training camp workout a lot of new faces a lot of talk obviously about Russell Westbrook and how he's going to fit with LeBron because not a perfect match yada yada um and I've mentioned before that you know look I think it could work it's going to be on Russ to make certain changes to his game you know LeBron's played with D Wade someone who's similar um but I just like the whole team bonding aspect of this because there's a lot of pressure on this team to win uh especially considering there's you know as Dave McMiniman put it and I agree a juggernaut on the other side in Brooklyn yeah Uh, listen I absolutely love this move by LeBron. You're the star. You're the billionaire. You're the leader. Um, Having a players-only pre-camp camp is freaking really cool. But it's to your point, George, it's a great team bonding thing. Hey, guys, no coaches, no front office people, not in the team facility. Let's do things to, to kind of get on the same page. See that right there? See, I used the phrase, get on the same page, you know, yes. from earlier, from our CNBC conversation. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't passive-aggressive at all. But let's all make sure that we're going to training camp when we get with the coaching staff and we get into the facility in El Segundo. Let's make sure we all have the same goal. Let's have played together. Let's have practiced together. I think this is a total leadership move by LeBron and a great move. Way to go, King. Yeah, I, I think it'll be pretty awesome. Um, I think it's going to be one of these things that uh, hopefully pays off. Um, and look, this is something that, you know, LeBron, he's done a lot of over his career, right? Like, it just maybe isn't something that has come out and been reported, but he, he definitely gets with guys uh, in the offseason. Like, he, he definitely does that once he's ready to roll um, once again. You would so, think that LeBron, AD, Westbrook, these kinds of guys, Rondo, um, THT, Carmelo. I'm just coming through some names here, but guys who have a relationship, Dwight Howard. Uh, but you gotta, you gotta get Wayne Ellington, Malik Monk, Kendrick Nunn. I mean, you gotta get these new guys, um, DeAndre Jordan, maybe in some ways. I mean, you gotta get these new names, kind of integrated, George. So, so practice ball, go out to dinner. Maybe go out to a club, have some drinks, have some fun. I mean, bond. I love this idea. Yeah. Uh, All right, Laura, hit the NFL music before we get out of here. We got about three minutes and 30 seconds here. So, Lindsay, is this the Hall of Fame class or, you know, or or just nominees? nominees. Ah, so there's many more than just these. So let me click on the links and make sure to get this right. So here are the nominees. Let's just go in or out. Kaplan, you ready? I'm ready. All right, let's do the quarterbacks. Donovan McNabb, in or out Hall of Famer. Nominee. He's a nominee out yeah i'm with you like he if he won a super bowl i think i think so but i i i don't i don't know and look it doesn't have to be winning a super bowl because dan marino and dan fouts and those guys didn't win a super bowl 
I just don't know if Donovan McNabb had – he was amazing for a stretch, but I just feel like his career could have been better is what I would say. No? Fair Don, McNabb, Don McNabb had a great career, lots to be proud of, not a pro football Hall of Famer. Yeah, it's, I think Hall of – really great. Yeah. yeah, great honor to be nominated, but not a Hall of Famer. Yeah, Steve McNair. Now, I think Steve McNair could be in. Um, I feel like Steve McNair had a phenomenal career, and if he were alive today, I'd say the exact same thing I'm about to say. Very similar to Donovan McNabb, fantastic career, lots to be proud of, probably not the Hall of Famer. Yeah, I just think that the the way, you know, he came from, what was it, Division Three, Alcorn like, I, State. The story is just incredible. It was incredible. Um, so, like, I, I think that maybe that's what's getting me, too. Like, I mean, Donovan McNabb had better stats than Steve McNair from a passing perspective. But, um, I, I don't know. Like, there's a slight lean to me on Steve McNair. If he, right, were, running, alive, if he were alive, how would you, would you feel the same way? Or is yeah, I'd still probably way? feel similarly. Okay. Yeah, I'd still probably feel similarly. Got it. Uh, I think the Alcorn State thing is what got me, you know? And he remember yeah. he sat for three years, you know? So, uh, running backs, real quick. Sean Alexander, yes or no? No, not a Hall of Famer. No, me neither. Tiki Barber, yes or no? No. No, me neither. Eddie George, yes or no? Um, close to a Hall yeah. of Famer, but yeah. not 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 in his first year of eligibility. Yes, uh, I, I agree. Steven Jackson, in or out? Out. Yeah, me too. Corey Dillon, in or out? Out. Yeah, me too. Priest Holmes, in or out? Out. Me too. Jamal Lewis, in or out? Out. Me too. Fred Taylor, in or out? Out. Brian Westbrook, in or out? Out. Yeah, me too. Wide receivers, Anquan Bolden, in or out? He's out for now, but he's got a chance later on. He's, I, he's, I think he gets in eventually. Devin Hester, I go in. Nah. Well, you know what? He was a he's great He's the returner, return man, dude. He's, right? one of the great, he's the greatest returner yeah, ever, I think. He, he, he was. He won't get in the first time, but he's, he's definitely going to receive a lot of consideration. Andre Johnson, in? Yes. Yeah, I would think Andre Johnson has enough reputation that he's going to get in. Steve Smith, in or out? Out. I'm going to say out, too. Troy Brown, in or out? Out. Torrey Holt, in or out? This is going to piss off Rams fans, but I don't, I don't think he's in yet. He might get in later, but not right away. I think he's eventually in. Chad Johnson, in or out? Out. Uh, I think eventually in. Heinz Ward, in or out? In. In as well. Reggie Wayne, in or out? In. I think in. Wes Welker, in or out? Who is that? Who did you say? Wes Welker. I say in. No, he's out. All right, we're done here. Cap, great work. Yeah, you Excellent too, work by you. Great job, Justin, who called in. Lindsay and Laura, <laughs> excellent work as well. We'll talk to you mañana. See you.